Hello and welcome to Ready Gamer One, a podcast focused on video games and geek culture. I'm your host, Ben Cornette. Today on Ready Gamer One, we'll bring you a news update. We'll discuss what games our fans over at Nintendo Holics want to see make their way onto the Nintendo Switch. And the list makes a triumphant return with this week's very Valentine-y theme of the top five ways to woo your player too. Our music is listed in the episode description. Joining me today is Ready Gamer One's very own love guru, heartbreaker and life taker, Brandon Loera. Oh, I'm a life taker. Yeah, man. The only life I take will be mine after this corporate love day. Oh, <laughs> are you going to do one of those bath bombs like I have? <laughs> yeah, it'll be an actual bomb. No smelling. It'll go in my bath. I have a toaster bath bomb. Like it was just a literal, literal to- just a toaster. Just a toaster. Actually, it's well, it's my toaster that plays Skyrim. Right. Yeah. You're gonna what? have that running at the same time. <laughs> yes. I mean, if I'm gonna go out, I want to go out happy. VR Skyrim and a toaster and over and overplayed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we will get to Valentine's later. Uh, yes. Looking forward to that list, buddy. <laughs> News time. All right, so though unconfirmed, all signs are pointing to Bandai Namco being the developers for the upcoming Metroid Prime 4 for the Nintendo Switch. I know Ben's super excited. Metroid Prime 4 was a complete surprise announcement last year at E3 2017. As we all know, we're suspecting a 2019 or a 2020 release date and then delayed to a 2022. So, Oh, come on. It won't be that bad. I bet you hunted. <laughs> I bet you hunted. I don't want to take that bet when it comes to Metroid, man. I don't want to risk it. Actually, when okay, what was the what was the last Metroid before Samus Returns? The official last Metroid game would be <laughs> Other M. Okay. If you're trying to talk about that terrible, terrible game called Metroid Prime Federation Force, absolutely not. Well, that would have been the other other one. So yeah, Other M was on the Wii. Okay. So, what was it 2009, 2010? Okay, so if we turn a, a, a blind eye to Federation Force... Which we should. Obviously, that means that uh, the next one, Samus Returns, was in 2017, and mm-hmm. then we just give eight years to that, so next one's going to be 2025. When we'll have a brand new system by then. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ubisoft CEO Yves Gamont recently fielded some questions during a Q&A session where questions regarding Ubisoft's relationship with Nintendo and the Nintendo Switch were brought up. Mr. Guimont had this to say, Yes, this relationship continues to grow, and we are very happy with what we were able to achieve with Mario and Rabbids. Let's also not forget the fact that Just Dance is also a big seller on the Switch, and that will continue to follow the growth of that machine. And yes, in the future, we are going to be doing more things. We just can't go over that right now. (laughs) All right. Could it be that Ubisoft is taking Switch owners to a galaxy far, far away? Because, Brandon, you have some information on that. Great question. Yeah, because speaking of Ubisoft, so Ubisoft and Activision are reportedly being looked at as potential successors to the Star Wars video game licenses from Disney. Because when Disney originally purchased Lucasfilm, the company also made an agreement locking EA as the only game developer for Star Wars games. But it would appear uh, that the mouse has found a loophole and rumors are circulating that Disney is very disappointed with not only the poor sales performance 
that was Battlefront 2, but with the allegations of the game being considered gambling with the purchase of, of loot boxes. So just, just to reiterate, nothing is confirmed here, but if there's one thing Disney has been promising us lately, it's more Star Wars. And if they're going to milk the teat of the Star Wars franchise, then they're going to need a company better than EA. That's for sure. So why they're looking at Activision is a good question. Ubisoft, I, mean, I, I could be okay with Ubisoft running Star Wars games. Yes, but not Activision either. I, I certainly wouldn't want Activision. You know, actually, you know who I would want to take over Star Wars gaming, but they won't. They won't go into this market. Would be Blizzard, which actually ends up going back to Activision a little bit. But I would solely want a Blizzard Star Wars game. Could you imagine how amazing that would be? I mean, definitely. I mean, the, just the cutscenes alone would be worth it. Yeah, I mean, but that was one of the things I liked about um, what was the MMO they just did? Star Wars: The Old Republic, the the big MMO that was kind of supposed to take on World of Warcraft. Oh. The cutscenes for that were phenomenal. They look better than the prequels. <laughs> uh, I, I just remember, you know, Diablo 3, and I was just like, holy crap. Yeah. I would have bought it just for that. Yeah, Blizzard cinematics have always been above and beyond what they, they should have been for the time that the game came out. Mm-hmm. They really so, focus on that. And I, I don't yeah. think, even if they put all that work into the cutscenes, I still I feel like the, the actual game mechanics itself, they don't suffer from it. And and even if they do, they I mean they they had made I mean because apparently I didn't get it whenever it first launched, but Diablo three, the apparently whenever it first launched it was terrible, but then you know they patched it into the beautiful game that it is today, so they obviously listen to people unlike EA and Activision. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that Blizzard does well because Blizzard has their own convention. Blizzard doesn't go to E three; they will go to PAX, but they're very small at PAX. Um, but Blizzard has BlizzCon, and that's where they get their interaction from. That's that's where they get one-on-one with their fans, and it's a huge event. Um, I think it's a f- three-day event now. Uh, my brother has gone to it for several years uh, with a group of friends, and, and, and they all love it. Actually, I've tried to make it work every year that you know Brad's been going, and he's like, you know, Ben, would you like to go? Of course, I would love to go, but I end up, you know, going to E3 and that, you know, the trip to LA is a little bit more expensive than, you know, than going back out to California to go to Anaheim to go to BlizzCon. So is that where it usually is located? Yeah, it's in in Anaheim. Okay. Well, do you think that, I don't know, I kind of feel like people are opting out of going to E3, like not just like people, but like companies, you know? (laughs) Well, um, (laughs) As as my axe body spraying of the masses at E three last year will attest, that was not the case. <laughs> um, I will say that yes, some of the bigger publishers are not showing up at E three anymore. But w- the people that are thriving in E three, and we talked about this last year, the people that are thriving in E three are um, th- the ones that are uh, indie developers, and they they get better interaction with their fans. You know, I mean, there were so many games I was able to demo in the indie area and really just talk. I I mean, I was talking with developers. You usually for like Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, you don't get to talk to the developers for any of those platforms at E3 unless you're IGN. Yeah, definitely. But when you're in the indie area, your family, these people, they want your feedback. Well, that's cool. I didn't think about that. All right. Well, I know a lot of people were um, talking about... Oh man, you know they were going for Bethesda should take over, or um, oh, that would be a good one too. Yeah, I mean they never do it, but it would take years and years and years. 
Um, no, but if Bethesda took over, they could release Jedi Knight every like five years like they do Skyrim, and that actually is not a bad game to re-release every five years. Or actually, Jedi, Jedi Outcast is really the one I'm talking about. Jedi, Jedi Outcast. Okay, yeah, definitely don't know that one. Oh, that's a great game. Great PC game. I, you know, I just, I try and stay away from those because, um, you know, you have such a distinct, you know, positive outlook on, on, on the franchise and, you know, uh, having the, the caution now of, of playing games like Battlefront 2, it, you know, it sullies that um, image like, like Disney's saying. So yeah. I'm kind of scared to play those movie games. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like, it's kind of like the whole expanded universe stuff just kind of went out the window. I think, you know, one of my favorite Star Wars games was Shadows of the Empire. And I think actually between myself, Josh, and uh, even when Nicholas Wells was on here, mm-hmm. I think that game came up as conversations just being one of the best Star Wars games. Because it was. It was a great Star Wars game on the 64. Also, people were talking about Naughty Dog, but they're exclusive to PlayStation, aren't they? <sighs> You know, I don't know if that's going to be true anymore because with this huge rumor that Naughty Dog is going to put Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy on Xbox and the Switch, they might be trying to make the jump. Okay. It's an interesting time in the gaming world right now. Oh, yeah. It's true. I, I would love actually a Star Wars game where I play as BB-8 in a Crash Bandicoot type world where all I'm doing is just jumping around as BB-8. You would kill everything. They wouldn't know what to do with you. Speaking of BB-8, let me let me give you my favorite Valentine. Oh, okay. Roses are red. BB-8 is round. It's over Anakin. I have the high ground. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What a terrible segue to our Valentine's. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're recording this on Valentine's Day because we are a couple old romantics. Uh, but earlier today, we did post in the Nintendo Holics group mm-hmm. a question, and what what I was looking for is what um, what remakes or remasters or ports from the Wii U or from anything else really would you like to see the Switch get their hands on? Mm-hmm. You know, especially since you know Rockstar put La Noir on the Switch. You know, that kind of opens the door to maybe. A Grand Theft Auto game making its way to the Switch, which could be really cool. Right. So if I look at that list, which has grown huge, by the way. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> so starting at the bottom, I'm not going to go by one by one. I'm just going to look at a couple of them. So the, the first one that's listed that nobody voted for, uh, so somebody, I mean, somebody suggested it was GoldenEye Reloaded, which actually I'm, I'm okay with that idea. Um, I don't know if they mean like they want a remaster of GoldenEye Reloaded, which came out for the Wii, or if they just want like a remaster of GoldenEye in general. Oh. I'd love a good James Bond game. That'd be great. I can totally see it. Super Mario 3D World, with both Odyssey just kind of coming out, I'm not really looking forward to like a 3D World game yet. However, no. new Super Mario Brothers on the Switch, though, like a, like a side-scrolling classic Mario game, that's almost a given. So I hope to see that. Or an RPG. Oh, yeah, like a, like a new RPG one. That would be great. Yeah. Paper Mario? Who knows? Yeah. Bully Remastered. Uh, that That's another Rockstar game. And actually, I could see that being a game that Rockstar would develop for the Switch. And then, you know, okay, well, let's give this over to Xbox and uh, Sony as well. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody wrote Metroid <laughs> Prime Federation Force HD. 
Oh, that was probably you. And I see Lucas and Rob both voted for that. So I see two people that used to be friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're <laughs> dead to me now. Um, <laughs> Should have voted for that. Yeah. Captain Toad, Treasure Tracker. Yeah. I Those were actually, that was pretty good on the Wii U. It wasn't too, too, too bad. It was a quick, fun game. Actually, Captain Toad, I think, honestly, would make a really good Nintendo mobile game. That's just me. Oh, don't, don't. Don't make everything mobile. Come no, but I now. mean, but that the way that that game is played, it's it's it would be better on a mobile device because it's it's short interval levels. It's already bad enough that Final Fantasy 15 got put into a mobile game, and now it's ending up yeah. being better on a mobile platform than it was t- taking ten years <laughs> to go to the PS4. Isn't that weird <laughs> and, and depressing? Yeah, SNES Remix that would be cool. Um, did you ever play NES Remix? Uh, is that like a dance dance thing? Cause I no, 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 no. So uh, NES Remix, uh, what it was, it was a bunch of mini games featuring very classic NES titles. And you had to do like different challenges uh, to advance. So like for like Super Mario Brothers 1, you would have to do like, a, you'd have to beat the level in like 20 seconds or something. Uh, and then, you, you know, there was one time where you had to beat the level, but it's all in silhouette. So you could never see where the Goombas were. So it was really neat. It was a uh, it was a cool little thing. So uh, yeah, I I'd be on board for an SNES remix. That's pretty sweet. Okay. Dark Souls trilogy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that won't happen. Yeah, it's it, that's too difficult. Super Metroid, but with the Samus Returns treatment, uh, I wouldn't mess with Super Metroid. That's a classic game. Super Mario Maker or Super Mario Maker Two? Yes, absolutely. I would I would love to see that. Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker HD or Twilight Princess HD. Well, and then Skyward Sword is towards the top of the list. So, yeah, just, you know what? Just remake all the Zelda games. <laughs> oh, and then Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask HD. Those games have never been remade. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. God, like, how many times have have Ocarina of Time, yeah. has Ocarina of Time been remastered? Three? At least three. Maybe four, if you include, like, the GameCube Master Quest, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Uh, Chrono Trigger HD, that would be sweet. Oh, yeah. Overwatch, I would love to see Overwatch on the Switch. I don't think the Switch could nope. handle it very well, but nope, I would, would love to see lag. it. Yeah, I, I think for online it would be terrible, but I, I love that these people want to see Overwatch. I, I, I would love to see You know, actually, I still stand by it. Uh, Hearthstone from Blizzard would be a great game on the Switch. Uh, it's a tablet. Well, that'd be easy. Yeah, I mean, it's a super, super easy game, and it's a tablet mode game. Metroid Prime Trilogy HD, absolutely. That would be a great remaster and something that should come out within the next couple of years while we're tithing over for uh, Metroid Prime 4. Sure. We got Luigi's Mansion Dark or Dark Moon. That would be pretty sweet, having a, a remake of those games. I feel like anything, there would be a new Luigi Mansion. Yeah, that would, that would be more exciting to me, have a brand new Luigi's Mansion title. Oh, yeah. Super Mario Galaxy HD Collection. I would pass on that because I did not really like the Galaxy games. Wow, dude, I love them so much. I just it was but, I think it was the it's the same reason why I didn't really like Skyward Sword. It was like too just too much reliability on the motion control. Okay. I, I didn't think about it that way. Um I actually can't remember how it was with the motion control, but uh I think it would be riding on the coattails of Odyssey, so it, it, it just wouldn't work. I, I think if if the next Mario game that comes out to the the Switch, if it's not a Mario Maker update to me, it would have to logically make sense to be a, a new Super Mario Brothers side-scrolling game. Yeah, not all out like that. Yeah, so. Uh, then, you know, second in the list is uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, which I think, I mean, that's been heavily rumored. 
that would be a good game to tithe people over until the next uh, sequel for Breath of the Wild comes out, which they are starting development on that already, so that's good. There, there's no way that they're not working on that. Like we've we've been yeah. talking about it for a long time. It's the only one that really hasn't been remastered, besides like the originals, and they they haven't really messed with those. So, I mean, it's bound to come. The other one that I heard actually for a remake from Zelda was actually that uh, they should do an update version of uh, Link's Awakening and do it in the style of A Link Between Worlds. I think that would be neat. Wasn't that the idea between A Link Between Worlds, though? Isn't that like the homage to it? Well, A Link Between Worlds was more of uh, following in the same vein of A Link to the Past. Oh. Uh, which, you know, I mean, A Link, A Link, or Link's Awakening is really the second. Yeah, it goes uh, Link to the Past and then Link's Awakening. So A Link's Awakening was the game on the Game Boy. And then it became Game Boy Color. So then it was Link's Awakening DX. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would I wouldn't mind seeing that get an update. I mean, heck, I wouldn't even mind seeing a link to the past or a link between worlds. Any of the old school Zelda top-down games, I wouldn't mind seeing those get turned into a 3D game. I think that would be a really neat challenge. We need more of those. Yeah. You know, like redo a link to the past but do it in the style of Ocarina of Time or Twilight Princess or something like that. That'd be that'd be a lot yeah. of fun, I think. I mean, it wouldn't be simple, but uh, like we we think it would be simple, but uh, they totally have to change everything up. But I'd totally be down for that. I mean, they they have the basis, they have the foundation. I mean, the the only other game that would logically make sense is if they make a brand new Zelda game. It'd be on the handhelds. What they could do is they could use all the sprites from Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask uh, from the uh, re- redos on those, and just do a brand new Hero of Time video game, which would be neat. Like on the 3DS. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, I, I feel like, man, what what are they? That's got to be next E three, right? Like or this this E three, like a new handheld or no? A new handheld console? Well, maybe not, maybe not, because they said that they were going to pair the three DS with the the Switch and that it wasn't going to die. Yeah, I mean they're they're promising support for the three DS uh, through twenty twenty. All right, but I that might be something where they're like, well, we promise support for it, but we're going to stop, you know, creating <laughs> software for it pretty soon, which would make sense because they have a they have a new handheld system, but they also have a new main system too. It's it's just weird what they've done. But the top game from uh, Nintendo Holix uh, is Pikmin Trilogy Remastered, and I wow. think that would be really sweet. I'm so disappointed in all of you. <laughs> really, so disappointed. Not a big Pikmin fan, yeah. Uh, yeah. I- How'd you know? I, I played um I played four on uh, Wii U and mm-hmm. I I played the other ones, but I distinctly remember four, or was it three? I can't remember. There's not a single Star Fox game on here. That's kind of a bummer. A lot of Metroid, which is like actually, and you know what, Kid Icarus. I would love to see a Kid Icarus game, but these were these were more about ports and everything. Uh, right. Coming over. So again, then again, Star Fox deserves the cleaned up version and something better. I think actually Star Fox Zero would work really well on the Switch. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't take anything at all. Just clean it up a little bit. It would no, go fine. No power whatsoever. But then uh, in the comments, though, uh, one of the group managers, Felicia Moore, she suggested, and I, so I learned a little bit about an old game that I've never played before on the Wii. Brian linked a game is called Trauma Center Second Opinion. And I, you know, I asked the question, I mean, is this kind of like the amateur surgeon or whatever from Adult Swim? And the best answer I got was that it's similar to the Adult Swim games, but more official looking. 
So I'm like, oh, okay. So that means it's probably not as crazy. Like you're not going to use a chainsaw to dissect somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's the only thing we got. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, going to the doctor and the hills have eyes, really. <laughs> we don't have antiseptic and oh, we only have a freaking chainsaw. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll be fine. But Metroid Prime Federation Force HD. Well, good luck polishing a turd. I've heard it's possible. Don't. If you freeze it and then, <laughs> you know, sand it down and lay that, you know. Wait, are we, are we talking about Federation Force or how to remove a bunion? Both. Okay. <laughs> the a bunion frozen turd that is Federation Force. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> So that was good for um the the whole feedback from Nintendo Holics. Um yeah. disappointed in Pikmin 4. Uh personally for me, um I mean of course I'd love to see uh cuz Square um Square's doing so much with mm-hmm. the Switch now. Um I played the demo for Octopath Traveler. I love it. Um it, the story is great and I love that it's kind of ha- it kind of has this um it it kind of has a Paper Mario feel, but not really. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just can't wait for it to come out. And and of course that that makes me want more of their their core games like Final Fantasy to come down to the Switch. But of course, um, I know that probably won't happen because like Final Fantasy VII Remaster, I don't think that well remake not remaster remake probably could not even handle um, couldn't handle it at all. Has that even come out yet? Oh, not even close. Not okay. even close. They Wasn't that just, announced like two years ago? Oh, man. They do that all the time where we're like, hey, guys, we have something in the works. and It's going to take like 15 years, but get excited. <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. Yeah. But the thing is, is that they, they changed, the, um, they changed the, the design on the characters to uh, more accurately represent the original game uh, because apparently I think they, they beefed up Cloud. And I didn't notice that, but whenever they showed a new image of of Cloud Strife, um, he, he was a little bit scrawnier, and I was like, "Oh, wait, this is this is how he looks now." But they're saying that they still have a lot of work to do, so it's probably going to be 20, 2025, honestly. Because here's the thing: I think they the the graphics look like it should be on a new system. Yeah, I remember looking at like at a trailer for something. I'm like, yeah, what what system is going to play this, or how many discs is it going to take? It, I mean, it's going to be like Final Fantasy 15, where they start off with the PS3, they end up being uh, on the PS4. This one's going to be showed on the PS4, and it's going to be on the PS5. That's, PS6. That's, <laughs> absolutely not, but definitely PS5. I'm calling it calling it right now. Anyway, um, sorry we're going going off on Final Fantasy again. Nerd. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's let's since we're on lists, let's talk about um, Valentine's list that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought the list uh, back. Yeah, you brought it back. Um, What? uh, How you want to do this? I want to hear your five. So the the topic was uh, five ways to woo your player too. Now, mind you, let's 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 preface this a little bit because Brandon and I are both very scorned people. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, not badly. No, I mean we're I mean not completely damaged, but you know, 
functioning, I guess. I'm a functioning alcoholic. Why not be a functioning relationship person? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry. So you want me to, to go a shot first. real quick? Yeah, I want to hear all. F- so we're gonna do all five. I mean, you you do one, you know, five through one or whatever, and then uh, I'll give you mine. Okay. All right. If you say so. Yeah. Let's hear it. So, <laughs> these aren't in any particular order. Oh yes, and, they are. I'm sure that they are. <laughs> and by no means are we are we you know gurus of love. So. Well, just, I uh, I introduced you as one, so you better live up to that, buddy. Oh, I d- oh, I don't right. lie. <laughs> are you sure? Okay. Uh, first so the first everything. one uh, is make food for her as much as possible. Okay. So, so I mean, that's I mean, that's that's pretty sincere. Yeah. Um, number two, nobody likes a slob, so you clean up after yourself. Oh, okay. I think that's a pretty good one. And number three. Uh, you know, take her on adventures, see new places. Don't be afraid to go out. See you know, new places or nude? N- uh, both. Okay. Nude and new places. Adventures. You know. Uh, you know, apart from the sometimes Netflix and chill, you can do other stuff. <laughs> um, and then, and then <laughs> the fourth one. You're gonna laugh when you realize why I'm laughing, but continue. Oh, great. <laughs> Uh, we have we have so much in common in our lists. We I bet. do. I, I I don't know his list by the way. So uh, whatever happens, happens. So the fourth one uh, is absolutely rescue a kitty for the both of you to love on, and it has to be a kitty. It cannot be a doggy. Um, and if she's allergic, <laughs> what the hell just, is that hate for? Well, no, it just it just has to be a kitty. Hashtag um, puppy love, not hashtag kitty love. <laughs> <laughs> if she's allergic to said kitty, um, make her unallergic. And then number five, uh, you, you you make sure she's open to games. And if she's never played, try and teach her uh, in small increments. And then if she ends up liking this new hobby that you guys share, get something that you both will enjoy. Miss Pac-Man. But yeah, Miss Pac-Man. Pac-Man Dig Man, Dug. Pac-Man. Dig Dug. Is that a two-player game? Yeah, it is. Federation Dude. Force. I used to love. <laughs> Don't ruin the list. <laughs> I used to love Dig Dug. Uh, Dig so, Dug's a bomb, man. That's five. In theory, yes. these will work. In or, <laughs> or you can scrap all that and just put all five in one. Get a torture chamber for both of you to enjoy, or something. I don't know. That's just me off the top of my head. Wow, how's it going there, uh, Mr. Gray? Fifty Shades of Gray over there. <laughs> Mr. Gray. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, believe it got? or not, our lists are actually very similar. <sighs> so, my five ways to woo your player two mm-hmm. is, uh, so my number five is you cook her dinner and dessert. I specifically stress that you cook din- dinner and dessert. My go-to when I'm doing that is it's usually a pot roast and strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake. Yeah, it's kind of a romantic one. I don't think I've ever had strawberry shortcake. Oh, is that good? Yeah, man. I'd go for like a molten lava cake. That's you live sexy. in Hillbilly Capital World, Texas, and you've never had strawberry shortcake? Uh, we have tiramisu over here, so uh, we're a little bit more classy. <laughs> tiramisu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. 
Suck the, cl- it. the classy people of walkie-talkie Texas. <laughs> My number four was that you give her a spa day. So specifically give her a spa day, but then you also do a couple's day with her. Like a, a couple's spa day. I think that's a good one to do. So, you, but you make sure that the masseuse is a, a girl. Sure. And and not some hunk Russian dude. <laughs> Vlad. Who? Vlad. I will I'll rub you out. <laughs> I think I just rub turned your, him into Austria. Rub your heart out. <laughs> it's not Tuma. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so then uh, number three, I as an English major think that this is incredibly romantic and uh, I dated somebody in college that we would do this every once in a while. Read poetry oh to each God. other. Oh I know that this, uh, that or Shakespeare. I mean, you know, don't go to Richard right. III because that's nope. not really romantic. <laughs> So I will not sup tonight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, you know, don't be on like, get you to a nunnery. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> My number two is uh, just tr- traditional. Just do Netflix and chill. Just cuddle time. Oh, man. oh well, there it is. That's good. Uh, you know, I, I'm a cuddle, cuddle bear. Going simple. Don't go out of the house. Yes. My number one is totally cliche, but I'm going to say this because I learned this from someone that I worked with and she actually, she said, do this. It's it's fine to do these things, but don't do them on calendar days. Don't do them on Valentine's Day. Don't do them on Sweetest Day. <laughs> so buy flowers, chocolates, teddy bears, but just any, any, like, it's a surprise when it's not on a day that it's expected. So, I don't know. Give it a try. Yeah, I, I, I go to like Target or Walmart and you see those huge, huge like alligators, uh, bears, pandas. Yeah, man. Golly, they're like 50 bucks. I mean, they're soft as hell, but I mean, they're, they're just going to look at it and then they're just going to put it in the corner of the room and then it'll be ripped up by your pets the next day. Or it'll be a, a mating partner for it, you know? Yeah, I mean, so that's why we adopt the kitty and teach the kitty to love it. <laughs> then in turn, it will love us, but not in the right way. Uh, it, was, it was good. It was good to bring the list back. Thank you. Thank you so much to Tom Polos for introducing that lovely idea of the list to us. Yeah, so I, I think uh, there were similarities. There were two polar opposite things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One Completely. was to stay in, house, stay in the house, and then the other was to go as far away from the house as possible, um, or go in your basement, uh, your torture chamber basement. Whatever floats your boat. You know, just remember, always, always remember this. Safe words. Totally Safe important. Words. Pineapple. <laughs> yes. Swiss cheese. Make it happen. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> what? I am... That's like experience with conviction like that. <laughs> the conviction. Yeah, I, I'm it was just picture you yelling Swiss cheese now. It was just a blanket statement. <laughs> uh, how big is that hole in the Swiss cheese? <laughs> All right. So uh, with that, we're probably going to end it. Uh, that's it for uh, this episode of Ready Gamer One. Um, be sure to follow us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. As always, uh, please leave us feedback and reviews. And, um, of course, visit our friends at GameLust for video game news and reviews. Uh, GameLust, our gaming site, can beat up your gaming site. Uh, so that's www.gamelust.com. 
Keep up with all the fun Nintendo memes on the Hyrule Herald social media and join our support group Nintendo Holics on Facebook. Until next time, I am Brandon Loera along with Ben Cornett, and this has been Ready Gamer One. Take care of each other out there. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>